Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one one of Blown to Bits. That is episode eleven. My name is Adam, and today I am joined by Ryan, Charlie, and Emma. How? Okay, I got a quick question for you guys. How did you decide not to interrupt each other and do that in that order? Like introduce yourselves because well, you're all in the same room. I'm the most important, so I went first. He's got he's got the one <laughs> mic. Me and Emma are sharing the other mic, so we let Ryan go first. And then I figured was Charlie's there, more experienced than me. So Well, we've always done it where I go first. I should have let ladies go first. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mixed it up that one time and I made Charlie introduce the show. So technically yeah. he went first on well, that one. The way that we're sitting, Charlie's facing me and I'm facing the computer so he can see me. So I guess he saw that I was breathing in to talk. <laughs> <laughs> he saw me take a breath. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. I don't know. I just, for some reason, I pictured, because I used to, back on my old podcast, I had to point to everyone or nobody would fucking do anything right. <laughs> so, because I had the, uh, did you listen to my old one, Emma? I might have. I don't know. How long ago? Oh, it was a couple years back. It was called oh. Backwards Compatible. Maybe. I think that sounds very know. familiar. So I had to like point at everybody. I'd, I'd, I'd have to literally, I had to give a speech before every episode. I'd be like, okay, guys, shut the fuck up. And <laughs> so we're going to do it. And I felt like a, a freaking asshole, but I just, I had to get it laid out. Or everybody, as soon as I said, welcome to the show, they were like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I've known Charlie and Emma for over a decade. So oh my God. we can kind of know each other oh we're so old that was the <laughs> most we finished amazing each statement i've ever heard i've known charlie and emma for like 10 years so we can kind of know each other <laughs> well we finished each other's sentences <laughs> don't ask him to spell it because he can't do that uh, i've got google so emma tell us about yourself what do you like um, well, these days I enjoy playing video games, um, hanging around with my animals and crocheting, oddly enough. I saw you crocheting a whole bunch of random stuff. What was, was the last one a Pokemon thing? It was a pumpkin. No, it was a pumpkin. Oh, that was a pumpkin. That's right. I, I am else not did good enough to do Pokemon yet. You can I do like a, po- a Pokeball. I, yo, that's yeah, you true. can do a Pokeball. That's yeah. true. That's easy. Voltorb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, duh. That's a Pokeball without the black thing around it. It's got eyes. <laughs> no, that's cool as shit, though. I I want you to make me a crochet pumpkin. My wife would die. Dude, so, I could do it. What uh, what you video sh- game have you been playing lately? Actually, I've been doing Dragon Age Inquisition the second time around. For some reason, that game has like got its hooks in me, like hardcore. I don't know anything about that game. Oh, really? Yeah. I I uh, played a little bit of the first one, the Origins or whatever. I never played Inquisition. Yeah, like, the first one's really good. I really, really enjoyed it. And the second one was pretty terrible. And then the third one, I, I don't know. I've, I've really enjoyed it. It's, like, super expanse. And it was really weird for me because the first time playing through it, like, I ended up doing so much of the side quests that by the time I got to the main quest, it felt like it lasted a whole ten minutes. It was really, really weird. That's the total opposite of how I would approach a game. As soon as somebody bothers me with a side quest, I'm like, you can fuck off and die. Like, I'm going to go do this. Like, I hate side questing so much in games. I like like that it's there. You go into the menu 
Like you go into the menu and you're like, okay, how do I disable like seeing this side quest on the screen? So I don't <laughs> have to bother. Can I slash gag ball and put a gag ball in every single fucking NPC in the game? Like that's how much I hate side questing. That was like I'll, the most do it, infuriating but... thing about Final Fantasy games was the side quests. Oh, dude, they were terrible. Uh, do you remember the hunting system in Final Fantasy 15? It made me want to fucking beat my head against a rock. It was so stupid. It was very tedious and it was yeah it took too long let me pick up like five or six bounties because i'm gonna go kill those things let me do it on like five or six bounties at the same time instead of having to like go back and talk to this fucking guy that tells me about his childhood <laughs> he's like i remember being a root and tooting youngster going out there and then i have to go back and can do you it again. Uh, go to the other side of the map and pick up my favorite pipe so i can smoke it while i tell you what to do <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> this monster killed my paw <laughs> the only game I've ever actually enjoyed side quest is the Borderlands games. Yeah, that's because they're funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get to experience more characters, like more character development in terms of the side quest. And too. they weren't all the same either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Borderlands has the greatest side quest of all time the shoot this guy in the head or shoot this guy in the <laughs> face. Do you remember that? <laughs> it's like you literally pick up this quest, this guy's dancing around. <laughs> shoot and me in the face. quest is. Yeah, he's going, shoot me in the face. And the quest is called shoot this guy in the face. And then you just pick up a gun and the quest and you just look at this guy and he's dancing. He's like, I want you to do it. I want you to do it. And then you blow his head off and he flies backwards and it completes it. And then you get a trophy or an achievement, depending on which system you're on, that goes, well, that was easy. <laughs> I was like, really? Okay. It's like a minute That's and it. a half long like dialogue too. It's just like face, 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 shoot me in the face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, you can sit there and listen to it. Dude, and I, it just it'll go on forever. I bet the voice actors had so much fun on that game. Oh, dude, I I wish I could have been Scooter's voice actor. Scooter was the greatest. I love Scooter. A little chubby chaser. <laughs> yeah, well, was he a chubby chaser? Yeah, he was uh, in love like with the the big girl out in the desert. That was his fucking sister. Was he's, it? He still loved her. Yeah, though. yeah, he but, did. Like, he, even like the, the his hat, you know, the, in like in like a non platonic kind of way. But even like on his hat, he had like the trucker girl, but she was like bigger, like the silhouette. Yeah, that's be- she she made like those hats or whatever, and you had to go get all those trophies and stuff. But that was his sister. Straight I thought up. it was like his a- girlfriend. No, but he did talk about fucking her at one point in the game. <laughs> Let's just meet halfway <laughs> and that say from. that uh, she was his cousin. I mean, Game of Thrones <laughs> is out. It's kind of now accepted. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because you know what's as soon as you said he was a chubby chaser, I knew that's who you were gonna mention as him liking, and I was like, oh fuck, man, they totally like really played him off as an incestual motherfucker. He was really gross. No, he's disgusting. But he remember he always talked about Moxie. He liked Moxie a lot too. Oh yeah, because he did like write her the the love note. Uh huh. And you had the, to go find it or whatever. Like the dirty magazines. Good old Borderlands. Oh, it's hard not to love Moxie, though. Why? Why, Charlie? She's fine as hell, dude. <laughs> dude, dude, she's not even real. She's a video game character. But have you seen some of like the girls that cosplay as her? Yeah, 
They're not even real. (laughs) (laughs) They're real in my dreams. They're not even real. It's just an illusion. (laughs) I always thought that was the dumbest fucking thing. Like, if I saw, like, a video game character that was hot or, like, an anime chick that was hot and guys would be like, oh, that's stupid. They're like a fucking cartoon, man. I'm just like, okay, like, what do you, you look at pictures of women that are obviously not really there in front of you, and that, that gets you going, so, I mean, what's the difference? Zero, zero difference. Adam likes that tentacle stuff. I do, man, I lo- bring it on, <laughs> dip them in chocolate and throw them on top of me. <laughs> Anyways... Yeah, back to Borderlands 3 is supposed to be coming out. Um, I know me and Ryan are stoked about it. Are you going to get it, Charlie? Oh, no doubt. Yeah, that's that's definitely one of the, the franchises that I definitely will, will pick up. I don't know. Ammo, you, do you play Borderlands? I played the first one. I didn't really get to finish it because I got busy in my life. But I did enjoy what I played. But, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like I have a lot of games that I start and then I get busy and then... I get another game, and I just have this collection of dust-covered games that have not been touched in a minute. Well, you said... Oh, ye old backlog. You said, like, before the show that you were into, like, the action single-player games. Yeah. If you get a chance, play the second one, because, I mean, that is the definition of single-player action. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll have to definitely... Second one was my favorite. That game was literally, like, they made it co-op just to, like make it ridiculous but it's totally a single player rpg if you want it to be Mm -hmm. yeah you can turn off like letting other people join your game and just play it single player that's good yeah because i get really and it's balanced that way yeah i get really socially awkward playing with other people it's weird like in real life i'm like oh hey what's up people i don't know you like online i'm like you're gonna judge the hell out of me i am not doing this (laughs) i just mute everybody yeah, Even if they talk that. to me, I'm like, I just, I don't have a mic. Sorry. <laughs> you know what? It's weird because the whole gaming culture started off like when Xbox Live first came out, that was the thing. Like if you wanted a mic, you wanted to talk to everybody because it was really new. And yeah, there was still like really obnoxious trolls and shit, but it was so new and amazing. And even through Xbox 360, everybody talked. And I've noticed now on PS4, Xbox One, hardly anybody talks. At all, unless you're in a party with your friends. Mm-hmm. Have y'all noticed that? Well, like I said, everybody's automatically muted, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I follow- but see, that's what I'm saying. Like, you feel the need to mute them because, you know, they're acting that mm-hmm. way. Do you remember on Xbox 360, uh, with when Netflix first came out, you could get in a party and watch the same movie with friends, and your little avatars would go into the theater? Yeah, you and I watched um, Star Trek Enterprise, mm-hmm. the entire series, that way. I really <laughs> wish they'd bring that back. That was so much fun. Hey, chuckle it up. We were totally in love. We had an internet affair because we hadn't seen each other in so long, and we had to be together in some way. We wanted to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. so You could like do little emotes while you were watching something. That's hilarious. Right? You could have your own Mystery Science Theater 3000 going on. Pretty much. You could. Dude, it's funny. They would actually like. I'm actually watching Enterprise right now. I just finished watching it again, and now I'm doing Next Generation again. Of Dude, course, that's how I put myself to sleep every night. Is I just watch Star Trek, and when I finish one season, I just start the next one. Yeah, it's the <laughs> easiest way because even then, like rewatching it, you'll go back and you'll be like, I don't remember seeing this episode. 
<laughs> like, I must have been asleep. asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm a Star Trek nut. They need to make a really good Star Trek game. They haven't made one yet. I don't see how they they would. Like how well, how would they, you make one? Like what kind of game would it be? They've got Star Trek Online, which is a pretty decent MMO, but I think it should be like a really big AAA MMO style game. That would work. Like multiple worlds that you could travel to with like economies yeah. and So basically StarCraft? No, not even StarCraft. I'd say more like um have you ever heard of Eve? Oh yeah. Like Eve Online or like mm-hmm. Star Citizen or something like that. Yes, exactly. Like Eve Online except you can get out of your ship and, you know, walk around on the planets and shit like that. I mean, that's that's to- nice and dandy and everything, but what I, I I figure like the the draw for a lot of the Star Trek series was like you're following this one ship and so I would feel like it'd be more suited to like a story kind of um game rather than like you following like this one crew character development like, uh, with that crew like a mass effect more or less but like you know cool i would play a mass effect style uh star trek game I, definitely I think that the mass effect would probably be the best thing to base a star trek game off of yeah it almost has a star trek kind of feel to it. you've played mass effect right Emma? oh yeah i've played all like, trying to get through three right now well three's pretty good well it's <laughs> <laughs> like I've enjoyed it, but it's also I don't know. Maybe I've kind of grown out of it a little well, bit. Cause... The thing with Mass Effect is it's like the show Lost or Heroes. Is the longer you watch <laughs> it, the worse it gets. Till you just get to the point where you lose interest. That's true. Until the it's, uh, to me, it's like someone pushed it out of the top of a tree, and it's hitting every branch on the way down, <laughs> and you're trying to stay with it and still recognize it, and then you get to the bottom of the tree, and it's Andromeda. Yeah. <laughs> you fall just to the manure. This is yeah, what I and got. Then it'll freeze. Like every every ten feet, it'll freeze, and it'll be like you want to go left or right. <laughs> And you're like, I'll just go left, I guess. And you're like, more dice. Okay, fuck me. <laughs> I don't know. I, I loved 2, though. I thought Mass Effect 2 was amazing. Yeah, 2 is my favorite. Yeah. So, okay, real quick. Um, we do have a voicemail, actually, uh, from Archie, I believe is his name. Oh, Archie so- Hamilton. Yes, yeah, he has called in before. Archie Hamilton would... Well, let's just go ahead and play it for everybody, and then we'll talk about it. Hello there, Archie Hamilton here. Long-time listener, second-time caller. After listening to Episode 9 about video games and movies, my question for the amazing hosts here at Blown to Bits is what movie, what video game would you like to see as a movie? What do you think would translate well? What do you think would be able to pull off a good story and generate interest in the game? So on and so forth. Thank you so much, and I really enjoy your show. Have a wonderful day, and keep twiddling those thumbs with them video games. Man, that is a tough question just to throw at me. I'm going to have to think about that for a second. Ew, I don't know. That's, that's a really tough question. Um, well, if you if you look at certain movies, have made very good video games. Look at Alien. There's been some great Alien movies, right? Or, uh, great Alien games. Star Wars. Some of the best games ever are Star Wars games. That's true. 
There have been Star Wars uh, games before, though. What about Fast and Furious? You could get like a driving game and an action game all in one. It's called Burnout. There is a Fast and Furious game. <laughs> oh, dang it. Is there? <laughs> yeah, it's in the arcades. It's like uh, one of those driving games in oh, the arcades. Yeah, that's like Cruising USA, but with like real cars. <laughs> if you want to play the real Fast and Furious, find a copy of Wheelman on 360 with uh, Vin Diesel. And you basically can jump in between cars while you're driving, and you just, like, pistol the guys out of the next car and steal it a la Grand Theft Auto and just take off again. It's ridiculous. One movie I think would make a good game would be Avatar. Avatar did have a video game. It was abysmal. But if it was... I see what you're saying. (laughs) If If it was made right, it would be great. Yeah, and there's... I mean, there's plenty of room for story. Yeah. And even multiplayer. Yeah, everybody creating their own avatar, you know? Mm-hmm. You know what would that be would a, be kind of interesting. You know it would be a terrible movie to make a video game of? Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Hold on. I'm pretty sure there was a Titanic video game. Oh, my God. Like, I think there was on the NES. No, it could have been back. a bootleg. It could have been a bootleg that somebody made after Effect. I think I think I know what you're talking about. I was going to say, you know, that it's starting to ring a bell. Yeah, I think somebody did make a Titanic game on the Nintendo like system, but it was like 2002 that they made it or something like that. I'll have to check that yeah. out. I think any Studio Ghibli movie... Ooh. Oh yes, would make a yeah. Because see, he he partners with Level Five and did Nino Kuni one and two, and Nino Kuni one was boring, but it was pretty, and Nino Kuni two was pretty and good. So I think he could make his own games, especially Nausicaa Valley of the Wind. That Ooh. would make a really cool. Yeah, I've actually got a a Howl's Moving Castle background on my PC right now. Right, do that or Porco Rosso, like with like a dog fighting kind of style to it, would, Ooh, be, would be super cool. neat. I love or it. maybe just like a kind of like a mashup, kind of like Kingdom Hearts does, like a mashup mm. game of all his movies. Yeah, like all his movies, and you're traveling, you know, through each one, you know, doing different quests and stuff, and having different, you know, players or, or people to play as. That would be really cool. That I was going to say. That sounds. I'm sold. Somebody make this game like right now. <laughs> like now hey well maybe if he uh would approve it you know but he retires so much like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like i retired but i'm gonna make one more movie okay after this movie he- i'll make one more but i'm actually retired yeah he keeps coming back it's it's ridiculous he's addicted to making amazing movies Which- well i've noticed a lot of his stuff now is more grounded and sober mm-hmm. Well, his son, like when he first retired, his son made that one movie. I can't remember what it was called. Tales of Earthsea. Yeah, and it it wasn't very good at all. It wasn't terrible, but it did not live up to the standards that Studio Ghibli has. Yeah, I think he saw that and I was like, well, maybe I probably shouldn't retire. (laughs) (laughs) The old age-old Japanese (laughs) disappointment to your father. Here's my sword, son. That's a big deal over there. Like the disappoint, he dishonored his family with that movie. <laughs> I don't, you know, honestly though, I don't think he would have been that disappointed because while Miyazaki does excel at telling a story and animating something well, Tales of Ursi was really animated very, very well. Yeah, but I've got the books, and the books are so much better. 
Well, I, I, I would imagine. They typically are. They, they yeah. didn't, I mean, the movie didn't even follow the books at all. Yeah, I mean, some uh, some movies don't do that, you know, but I, I would have expected him to at least carve out somewhat of a decent story, I guess, mm-hmm. from it, but his animation was good. That's like, uh, what was the movie? World War Z. That was mm-hmm. m- the most far off from the book I've ever seen any movie go. Yeah, you were, ta- you were talking about that the other day, because we were talking about the game that's coming up, the mm-hmm. World War Z game. And it's supposed to be, like, crazy fast zombies, you know, lining up to mm-hmm. where they can basically, like, scale buildings and shit. Which I'm pretty sure that's in the book, though, isn't it? Where the zombies will make, like, human ladders and shit like that? It it may have been. I don't remember that. Uh, the book was, like, a collection of short stories from survivors. Mm-hmm. And, like, the guy that played, that Brad Pitt played wasn't even in the books. And that movie had oh. so many flaws, too. Like when when he was at the science e place and had to like go from one end to the other without the zombie like getting to him. Yeah. Why the fuck didn't he just go outside and knock on the window to get the zombie to move? I don't know because it, he maybe the sciencey places have extra hardy <laughs> windows, like, super acoustics in the sciencey places. Yeah, that or like. When the guy got bit and he counted to like 10 before he turned, but yet at the beginning of the movie when the girl got bit, uh, it took her like like a minute or two. More than 10. Yeah. Well, maybe if she had counted, it would have come faster. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, are you talking about the girl that he lobbed her? No, no, she didn't turn. No, it was, it was like off. the first person that he saw turn when everything like erupted into chaos at the beginning of the movie. Like she got bit and then he like watched as she turned and it took like a full minute before she like went rabid. But then uh, in another point in the movie, someone got bit and he counted to 10 before the person turned and then based like everything off that people turn in 10 seconds. Yeah. I mean, people make mistakes, but not Brad Pitt. Maybe the virus or something like like uh, evolved since the first person mean, that he how saw. How does he know that? I don't know. He's Brad not a science mistakes. You mean the guy that was peeing on a rock and almost got sniped by Angelina Jolie when he was on an assassination contract doesn't make mistakes? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I think that's all we've got time for today. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you, Emma, for joining us. Yay, thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I can be found on Twitter at Talion. That's at T-A-L-L-E-E-O-N. Where can you guys be found? I can be found. This is Charlie, by the way. Um, at Shunt Trip. Shunt underscore Trip. Um, that's at Twitter. And you can also find me <laughs> at SoundCloud.com slash Shunt underscore Trip for uh, some of my sweet tunes. And Emma, can you be found on any social media? No, I'm old. I mm-mm, crochet. Mm-mm. Yeah. I, just, I don't do that. No Emma, no Ryan on social media, no. I guess. <laughs> I, I run the Blown to Bits Twitter, but you can go fuck yourself because I lost a follower. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm down to seven. <laughs> Help our Twitter out, please. Come on, guys. 
We need we need maybe back it, up to eight at least. <laughs> maybe it was one of those people from the sciencey place that <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't believe in Brad Pitt. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we definitely want to thank Ryan, Daniel. Want to thank? Okay, I got it. <laughs> Dan the man. Yes. We want to thank Daniel so much for being our Patreon subscriber. Your support means a lot to us, and we will catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>